New Zealand-based home renovation company, 6,593% ROAS. Sydney-based solar company, 2,700% ROAS. Hunter region-based bathroom renovation company, 5,616% ROAS. Melbourne-based building company, 13,182% return on ad spend. Adelaide-based solar company, 2,881% return on ad spend. Guys, the list goes on and on. If you are a trade-based business and you work with projects like roofing, solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. If I had a dollar for every person that I'd spoken to that feels at some stage they've been ripped off by Google AdWords, I would be a seriously wealthy dude. In this upcoming series, I'm joined by John from Reach Local, and we're talking about Google AdWords. We're going to be speaking specifically about what AdWords is. We're going to be talking about how you can set a budget and establishing some ad spend. And we've actually got a really good example in there, which can give you an idea of how that might apply to you. And then in the following, the last episode, we're talking about how AdWords ties into the digital ecosystem. AdWords is a buzzword that many, many people have heard of, yet very few people really understand. So sit back and enjoy this episode. And uh, if you enjoy it, please leave some comments in the show notes. Thank you. Giving tradies and contractors around the globe the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from the Site Shed. Now here's your host, Matt Jones. Welcome back to Toolbox Talks, and this is the third and final episode for the series that I'm doing with John from Reach Local. John's co-hosting me on this series, and we're talking about AdWords. And uh, in the first episode, if you missed it, we we uh, gave a bit of a general overview as to what AdWords is. Uh, in the last episode, John and I were talking about setting budgets and establishing your ad spend. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how AdWords ties into the entire digital ecosystem. So, John, welcome back to the microphone. Thanks for joining me. Cheers, Matt. Thanks for having me. Okay. So, yeah, look, we've the first two episodes were were really good. Um, we covered off on, you know, I suppose what, what AdWords is. We spoke about keywords and all that kind of stuff. And then in the last episode, we spoke about, you know, basically the money side of it, what you should be spending. And then we even gave an example there of how you can realistically ascertain how much you need to be spending in order to get a certain amount of jobs coming through uh, in, in a, in a one-week example. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about how AdWords ties into the digital ecosystem. Um, it's something that you and I collaborate on very often. So do you want to maybe give us a bit of a run through about you know what encompasses that, that ecosystem, John? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Um, certainly um, what we refer to with the ecosystem is a combination of all of those elements that effectively drive traffic through to your website, whether that be through um, certainly an, an AdWords campaign, uh, your SEO, your social media, which could be a, a mix of obviously um, your, your Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever you um, utilise for social media. And it also considers um, uh, all of those elements outside of the online space, so whether it be television, newspapers or billboards or radios, uh, radio advertising that you may be running. So AdWords is part of the ecosystem and certainly a key source of, uh, of lead generation. Um, when we look at the ecosystem, I suppose, from a purchase cycle, um, I suppose uh, there's a number of elements um, that you can drive traffic for buyers that are in, uh, I suppose, what we refer to as the three phases of um, a purchase, uh, a buyer's, buyer's cycle. Um, the initial one being awareness. So when someone's um, unlikely to buy, but they're considering, for example, maybe um, getting a roof done for the house. 
Um, they then go through a consideration phase where they're obviously then going to start looking at other roofs. They might maybe speak to the odd roofer, have a conversation with a neighbour, whatever it may be. But they're in consideration phase of, of looking at potentially um, doing um, getting the roof replaced. Um, and at that stage, there's a number of different mediums that you can do to target that audience. And then finally, there's the purchase phase. And, and certainly with your AdWords, you really want to be targeting those people that are you know, they've done their due diligence, they know the product they're looking for, they're in a certain area, and we want to get them at that point when they they know their product, they know the service they want, and, and they're ready to buy. Okay, so let's dive into that a little bit further. So somebody who's potentially, I mean, this is this is a really good example you've just given here, and it's a good framework. I haven't actually seen this before, but awareness, consideration, and purchase. So this is a good example, I would imagine, of where, you know, the different forms of uh, content or marketing would be more relevant to the certain stage that that person is in. So if somebody's in an awareness and consideration phase, there's probably a good chance that good organic content in the space of blogging or vlogging or YouTube videos, whatever it is, that may well uh, serve them better than than AdWords. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. So this would be more at a stage where someone, uh, where a business would be looking to doing a, a branding exercise. So they may do some site retargeting, perhaps some display sort of matter advertising on various websites um, opposed to, you know, your more targeted AdWords. Okay. So going back to that example where we, you know, we might, let's talk about somebody who may be potentially in the market within the next 12 months to have their, have a first floor addition built onto their home mm-hmm. or a renovation. Let's say, so that, so that what they're looking for, they could jump online. They're not necessarily looking for an ad to find somebody specifically that can do that renovation. What they're looking for is information regarding two renovations. So, you know, from a content creation point of view, if you have on your website content relating to relating to renovations, so say somebody's located, you know, wherever they are in, in a suburb of Melbourne um, and they've got a really good um, article on their website or they've got a little video series where they're talking about they're talking about a renovation that they did on a home and they're educating the reader or they're educating their viewer. That would be a perfect bit of content for that visitor because that's what they're looking for. They're not necessarily out there looking for renovation expert Melbourne. Absolutely. That's, you, you nailed it. That's exactly what it is. So we certainly, uh, at that point, you want to be informative, not necessarily selling to that um, person that's doing a bit of a browse online, um, but certainly providing information pieces. And if you've done your SEO and you've optimized your site as well as you can, um, obviously your um, organic traffic would then be be benefiting at that point. And this is an, another thing as well, um, which is what, I mean, this is important for, I suppose, people to consider, you know, in that scenario where you've got people that come to your website looking for information, if down the track, you know, in 12 months, 18 months time, they're going to be moving into that purchase cycle of that, into that purchase cycle themselves, then it's really important that you are proactive in obtaining uh, or starting a, a communication with that person. So, you know, making sure you you get an email address from them so you can communicate with them until that time where they are ready to purchase. Because if you're adding value to that person, you're educating them throughout those 18 months, 12 months, uh, even if you're just making contact, you might be sending them, you know, maybe case studies or projects that you've done or something something that they may will hopefully be able to relate to. When comes the time that they're in that purchase phase, you're going to be the first person they're going to come to. So yeah, if you've got that person and they're engaging with your website and with you, um, you've captured their data, perhaps an email is all you'll need. Um, you have the opportunity to then communicate through uh, your direct mail through an effective CRM. Um, and then obviously then if you've got that IP address, you could do things such as site retargeting and 
and search retargeting. So displaying and keeping your product or brand at top of mind uh, through an effective display campaign through to search. Okay, well, we haven't even touched on, I suppose, retargeting or remarketing. That might even be another episode, but just to give the the, uh, listeners a general overview of what remarketing is, do you want to just run through that? Sure. Um, There's two elements. We have uh, search retargeting, which gives us the opportunity to display ads. Um, So your banner ads that you may see when you're browsing online. Uh, A prime example is if you are, whether it be a Toyota or whatever it may be, you'll notice that a lot of the ads that you'll find on your computer will be displaying cars for sale. So whether it be other brands or the brand that you've been searching for, that's no accident. They they are targeting you through search retargeting. Uh, Site retargeting, which is even more effective, is uh, when you're, I suppose, organic or you've driven people through to your site. Um, They've engaged with your site. They may not have bought at this stage. You've then captured their IP um, and then you can drop a cookie on their browser. And uh, for the next 30 days, 60 days, or even 12 months, as you may say fit, you'll display your banner to that particular buyer, uh, depending on the purchase phase. So in this example, if it's 12 months and they're considering doing a, uh, a second story on the home, you may keep your building company logo there on, there on their website, on their page, um, sorry, for the next 12 months. How sneaky. Yeah, it's a tricky way of getting through to you, but... I suppose on the positive side of things, you're certainly only seeing ads that are relevant to what you're currently looking for. So um, if I'm a bloke looking for uh, you know, a, a new pair of shoes or whatever, I don't want to see high heels. So at the same time, it is in your best interest, but yeah, you certainly, it is a, it's a nice way of getting to your audience, that's for sure. I imagine as well it would have a, a quite a high conversion rate, being that you're sort of just targeting back to people that you know are interested. Absolutely, yeah. So you'll certainly find that uh, site retargeting does, in fact, you know, it's acknowledging that these people have engaged with your brand at the first phase of awareness and then going through the buyer funnel when they're at purchase, you, you know that you have got a, a captured audience that is relevant to you. So your conversions are considerably higher. Yeah, okay. So that was a bit of a segue. Maybe we'll do maybe we'll do a little bit more on our remarketing at a later date. However, um I suppose what I wanted to ask you next was um you know how 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 do you improve conversions? You know within a budget. So how do you how do you optimize campaigns? Uh, there's a number of ways to uh, sort of set up a campaign in order to uh, ensure that you're getting the right traffic through um, to the site. So um, there are uh, another match types that you could have. So certainly, do you want me to run through each of those match types? Oh, not necessarily. I suppose just generally, I just wanted to know that. I suppose the point that I want to drive home there with optimizing your campaign is is that you know you can apply certain tactics to to your keywords with within Google, which which basically work in your favor in that they are lowering your cost per click, so that you're paying less when people click on your advertisements, which means that your budget will go further. Is that pretty accurate? Absolutely, yeah. So there are a number of methods and. Um we can give you some some just basics of that. As you mentioned, a negative keyword. So going back to keep it simple, we need to ensure that we're driving the traffic through to your site that is the kind of traffic that you want to engage with. So you have the opportunity to be as targeted or as broad as you like to be. So for example, with a broad, uh, with a basic keyword, we certainly want to say Plumber Sydney. We may not want to be obviously working with downpipes. So I may then say drains or downpipes as a keyword would be a negative keyword so that anyone doing a search for plumber downpipes, my ad would not or your ad would not show. So that we're not bringing through people that are wrong kind of business that we're not looking to uh, to actually go for. 
On the contrary, if we do an exact match and I'm a plumber and I want to do uh, uh, hot water installs, it may have to be exactly hot water that's the exact match that we need to be showing our ad for. It'll obviously reduce the amount of traffic significantly that we're going to get, but we're definitely going to improve our click-through rate and lower our cost per click because it's the exact audience that we're looking for. So, yeah, um, yeah the opposite of that is your broad match where, you know, anything that's similar to plumber would be showing. So anything and everything to do with plumbing will show. It's a very good way of getting rid of a lot of budget. So let's talk quickly on, I suppose, the role that AdWords plays with search engine optimization and the website itself. Because I know that, I mean, we've already touched on it in the the previous episodes where people are driving ads back to a non-converting website. Therefore, you know, they're, you know, they're not getting the ultimate bang for their buck from a conversion point of view. So in a scenario where somebody does want to run an AdWords campaign, say, let's use the example you just used, hot water, okay, for a plumbing company. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would have a page built specifically on my website, which is talking about hot water heaters, hot water installation, whatever it is. Is that right? Absolutely. So, yep. And then that page I would have optimized for the search engines. So it would have SEO principles instilled on it. Correct. Yep. Yep. That page would also have a some sort of lead capture or some sort of way that people can, you know, uh, subscribe to a newsletter, um, fill in a web form, whatever it is, contact us somehow. Absolutely. So, or, or, or even still just a phone call. Or a phone call, yep. Yep. And then, of course, from an ads point of view, if you wanted to run a, an AdWords campaign, you're driving people back to that page specifically. Is that right? Absolutely. So, you get the best user experience possible. Okay. So, that kind of gives you a bit of a framework around how that ecosystem works in the space of you know, that specific topic of hot water heaters. So, you know, it's not just a case of running an ad. You've also got to consider um, the website. You've got to consider your opt-ins on the website. You've got to consider the SEO strategies that you've got tied into that page. You've got to consider all these things. So this is the reason why I suppose I wanted to do this episode. You know, that, that whole digital ecosystem, it all ties into each other. And primarily, you've got to, you've got to be quite proactive in, in getting, you know, th- those steps done correctly. If, you, if you're not drive, if you're driving an AdWords campaign to a website that doesn't have, you know, those conversion elements built into it, then there's a really good chance that you're just wasting your money. Correct. That's right. And not only that, Google will punish you with a low quality score, which will significantly increase your cost per click. Okay. So why don't we go through some, you know, what could be like some steps for people if they are looking at running an AdWords campaign. And we'll, I suppose we'll get to wrapping up this episode and this series uh, after this, John. But um, so what would be the first thing that people should focus on? Would it be having a website that's that's built with convergent elements in place? Absolutely. Look, if the way we see it is that obviously if you're paying for that click, you want to get the best value for that person that's coming through to your site. Yep. So naturally, you want to obviously um, get someone like yourself, Matt, to get a page where you can capture, engage that particular user, and you've got your content on that page that is informative for that particular focus that you have. So whether it be plumbing or hot water installs, that particular page has to have as much information as possible and as many opportunities to capture the data and for the user to engage with that particular website so that we're getting our best value for that click. Okay. So first first step is get the website um, built correctly. Second step, as you just said then, make your content relevant to that search. Yep, absolutely. And then put together a list of I suppose, products or services that you want to be found for or, or, or someone searching online 
that's going to be relevant to you and your business. Yep. So um, that would then come under a group, uh, your ad group or your focus for what people are searching. Um, you want to then have a text ad that's um, related to that um, t- um, keywords that's obviously going to be uh, with a strong call to action. So your text ad, as we know, is the paid position on the Google um, page. And we want that to have a strong call to action so that people are more likely to actually click on on that particular ad. Okay. So we've got the website, we've got the content or the page built with content relevant to that specific service. Then once we have that, we want to make sure that there's a strong call to action on the on that website. And then once you've got all that stuff in place, then we will go ahead and run a, an advertisement driving traffic to that page specifically. Absolutely. And then obviously, ideally, people pick up the phone and uh, engage with you to get some business done. Mate, I think that's a pretty good framework there for how that ecosystem ties in. What do you think? Yeah, I do. And uh, I'll obviously have some uh, some PDFs to share with you that the users can sh- have a look at on the website. Oh, beautiful. Okay, so that'll be great. We'll post all that stuff in, within the show notes. Um, John, I think that pretty much wraps up um, this episode and as a result, this series. Great. Thank you. And I appreciate it. I hope everyone uh, found that pretty helpful. Yeah, no, I'm sure they did. Um, I don't think we've uh, missed anything, have we? Uh, not necessarily. Obviously, look, there's a lot of elements and, yeah. uh, you know, if someone needs some help, then I'm, I'm here to help. Okay, John. So, yep, we're going to have that um, page built off the back of our website for you, for, for anyone that wants information relating to AdWords, and they'll, um, that, that will also give them access to you guys. Um, what, where can people find you regardless? Is it reachlocal.com.au? Yeah, the uh, company is reachlocal.com.au. Obviously, uh, anyone that wants to email direct to me, um, you're welcome to. It's john with an H, J-O-H-N, dot Curtis with a C at reachlocal.com.au. Fantastic. Well, I'll put some links to that in the show notes. And then, uh, yeah, look, if anyone wants any further information, they know where to get hold of you. And um, just for the listeners out there as well, we're going to, um, John's going to be part of the um, the site shed uh, membership group. So we're, if, you know, part of the forum. If you've got questions relating to AdWords, John will be able to jump in there and hopefully help you out, steer you in the right direction. So look, John, thanks very much for your time. Very much appreciated. And um, on behalf of the listeners, I'd like to say thank you as well. Thanks, man. And uh, we will chat later. So that concludes this series on AdWords. I'd like to thank John from Reach Local for co-hosting me on those three episodes. Did have a bit of technical issues throughout the recording there. However, we got there in the end. So I hope your listeners got something from that. Uh, Once again, if you'd like more information in relation to AdWords, uh, we have a page built off the back of the SiteShed website, which is thesiteshed.com forward slash adwords Uh, you'll be able to get access to more material in relation to what you've heard there and um, you'll also be able to connect with john directly from that page so once again thanks to you listeners and thank you john for co-hosting on that series and that's a wrap so if you haven't already head across to the siteshed.com and register for our toolbox talks where you'll be regularly sent great episodes just like this straight to your inbox so you'll never miss one Uh, If you want to join the community, you can head across to thesiteshed.com forward slash members, where for a small monthly fee, you'll get access to regularly updated training material, as well as access to our forum where you can mingle and collaborate with trade-based business owners just like you from all over the world. If you're enjoying this podcast, please head across to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it, and it helps us spread the word and reach the masses. Likewise, if you know anyone that might benefit from the content we create, then please go ahead and share this with them. You've been listening to Toolbox Talks by The Site Shed. For more great content just like this, head across to thesiteshed.com and join the amazing community of savvy trade-based business owners.
Thanks for tuning in, guys. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. Please, if you did, head across to iTunes and leave us a review. We would very much appreciate that. Anyway, if you are a project-based trade business and you work in solar or bathroom renovations or kitchen renovations or roofing or something along those lines, and you would like to see some of the results that we've been showcasing in our marketing on for your business, thousands of percent return on ad spend, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000, 7,000, 13,000% return on ad spend, please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. That's tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcast. It will be well worth the conversation and I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.